Just a week ago, those conference championship games were played, and we solidified the matchup for Super Bowl 58. It's now just six days away, and we're going to find even more ways to bet it, or at least different angles, different leans. We've got an entire week to figure out which direction we want to go. If you haven't figured your direction out yet, we're here to help. On BetQL Daily, Chris Mack alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. Please, by all means, watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL or on YouTube. And, of course, you know you can take us with you inside your Odyssey app, wherever you're going, whatever you're up to today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's free. Download it today and take us with you live coast to coast every weekday, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern, right here on the BetQL Network. There was college basketball. There were NBA uh, items we have to talk about. And, of course, Connor Allen of 4 for 4 and Bet Spurts and Jason Lockenfora, his weekly visit, our Odyssey NFL Insider, both going to check in with what they like on Super Bowl 58, now just six days away. The novelty props, especially the Swifty props, are really starting to pile up. We'll take a look in the second hour. And our NFL year in review continues in the second hour as well, with a look back at the AFC East as we get ready to dive into the offseason in just seven days, because that will hit hot and heavy too, with Senior Bowl being played, mock drafts, assistant coaches being hired everywhere. We can get to that in just a couple of minutes, but happy Monday morning, friends. The game is just about here, and we're starting to get to the point where we kind of distill down the storylines that we like, the angles that we like, maybe the game scripts that we started to talk about last week and kick around um, that are playing themselves out in our heads as we think about how we're going to bet this one, Joe. So as we now have this game staring us in the face, it's barreling at us live from Vegas on Sunday night. What's the storyline that I guess is your favorite at this point or or you think is the biggest maybe in relation to the outcome of Sunday night's game? If you go with Mahomes as a dog, you're cheating. Like that's you can't escape it. Anybody and their mom, their sister, their brother, their just early thoughts. Well, oh, it's hard to go against Mahomes. It's hard to get, go against Mahomes. Mahomes as an underdog, you know his record. Yes, I do this for a living. I know how he is as an underdog. It's not a large sample size, and he's very successful at it. I'm gonna go with uh, one of the coaches here, and this hasn't been one of the biggest storylines yet. I think it will be. Uh, this week because people will get sick of saying the same stuff. I got to go with Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan is viewed as, when we're breaking down San Francisco on a weekly basis, he's viewed as a genius by many, certainly an offensive genius. Um, if you think younger, youngish offensive gurus or great coaches, like he's mentioned, he's thrown in there with McVay. Should he be thrown in there with McVay? if you're talking about the results at the end of the season, no, he shouldn't be. But as far as straight up offenses and scoring points, fine. Um, if you if you give me the list of great offensive minds slash head coaches, I think he's on that list, even though there's one big hole in his resume. He's on there with Andy Reid, right? Like, think about offensive minds. Like, yes, uh, it's like Reid McVay and probably Shanahan. Last five years, he's had four double-digit win seasons, but they're not breaking through. They lost once in the Super Bowl. They lost twice in the NFC Championship as head coach of San Francisco. Um, and then we know the, about the 28-3 to storyline. So that's what I find to be most intriguing with this one. He is favored once again. He wins games 
in the playoffs as a favorite doesn't necessarily cover those spreads. We haven't seen that happen in quite some time, but he does win those games. Is Kyle Shanahan finally going to break through? And if you do hesitate, there won't be any hesitation any longer. Great in the regular season, but we haven't seen it in the biggest of moments yet. And, you know, people still point to him, even though it was so long ago. And I think it's justified. They blame him on 28 to three. They don't talk about Brady and Belichick. They blame him because he was going super aggressive and he wasn't running the clock at all. I think the other thing that I'm starting to come around on is Brock Purdy. I mean, he has taken a big step forward and leading that comeback against the Ravens. I love how he clapped back at Cam Newton, basically saying, yeah, I might be the 10th best player, but there's like 90 quarterbacks and you're not one of them in the NFL right now. thought that was hilarious. He has a confidence that like Jimmy G and other quarterbacks that they've tried have not had. Um, Maybe I need to be more confident in Brock Purdy. I, this I'm with you, Joe. If you do the whole Mahomes as an underdog, Andy Reid, it's kind of like a cop out. I, I'm total. Yeah. I love that point that you made. Yeah. So, because th- the Niners' defense really good, their offense really good. It's just Brock Purdy that makes you wonder. But maybe I'm kind of coming around to it, and or perhaps I'm doing the whole thing where it's like you have so much time to think about it. Starting to come around on Brock Purdy and think, you know, I've been doubting him, but maybe I need to stop. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's very much a, a case of, you know, like every like we like the entire world responded to when Cam Newton said that last week like, well, yeah, he's a game manager, but that doesn't mean he's not really good at being a game manager. It doesn't mean his mm-hmm. head coach doesn't set him up to succeed in that role to bring it back to Shanahan as well, right? Like that's the way that team is built. They're built so that the quarterback, regardless of who it was, whether it was going to be Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold or, you know, back when they were even still in, in, the, in the realm of committing to Trey Lance, um, you know, it, whoever it was going to be, it was going to be built for the offense to be very color by numbers and get it to your skill position guys so they can make things happen and let your defense do some things on the other side of the ball as well because we talked about the nine or ten names that we could realistically rank ahead of Brock Purdy on this team. Again, to bring it back mm-hmm. to the Cam Newton statement from a week ago, it's the way the 49ers are built, and it's worked to this point. But again, to bring it back to your point, Joe, it's only worked to a point, right? It's only gotten them so mm-hmm. far, and now this is like this is like the final boss of a video game, right? Like you've gone through all the levels, and now you're you're Mario or Luigi, and there's Bowser at the other end of the bridge throwing fireballs at you, and can you finally win – I just made a terrible 80s video game reference, by the way. Um, Can you finally beat the final boss? And can you get past that point? Or are you always going to be ceilinged at being a conference championship contender? The kids are still playing Mario and different versions of Mario Kart. So they get it. They know the characters that you're talking about. Yeah, the the movie was good. (laughs) Which movie? Yeah, I've watched it like three or four times. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah she's in that stage the yep. next 10 years of your life so, so the the bar of what's good and what's you know passable it's gonna keep changing costos like, and grace hey. said it was good too and okay. it, i think it got good reviews it. yeah i did not see it's it. one of the only oh. kids movies i can bear to watch 
Yeah, that's usually <laughs> you just tune them out life. after a while. Tune them out. It's all the same. Yeah, it starts to sound the like the teacher from Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. You don't even know what's <laughs> happening anymore. Um, the, the 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 one angle I really like too, in you know it, it doesn't necessarily, you know, work with the angles that you both brought up. The idea of Kyle Shanahan, the idea of Brock Purdy, is something we touched on last week for just a couple of minutes, and it's it's defense. Like this is four straight seasons across the league of declining point totals. Not not huge numbers, you know. We're not getting. Good old-fashioned smash-mouth football or anything like that. The ball still gets thrown more than it ever has before, right? Uh, But you've Mm -hmm. got the number two and number three ranked scoring defenses from the regular season meeting in the Super Bowl. Um, You've got teams that are here as much because of their defense as their offense, regardless of what you think of the offensive coaching staffs, the head coaches, the quarterbacks, the one in particular who's done it here, you know, gotten here before because of his playmaking ability. It's about defense, and I think, you know, it is such an old cliche, defense wins championships, but I think this year more than ever may reinforce that fact, depending especially what we get on Sunday. Hey, you can have uh, one offense led by a guy who many of us think is the best quarterback of his generation, another uh, offense led by just this cast of stars, all these weapons that surround the quarterback, regardless what you think of him. But two defenses that are expected, I think, to stand pretty tall up to those challenges, Aaron, in that, you know, if if somebody told you, like, we all can see the path in our heads to 34-31 because of all those offensive weapons and names that I just mentioned. But I think it's much more realistic that around 1030 on Sunday night, we're looking at each other going, oh, okay, yeah, uh, 24-20. Yeah, knew that was going to happen the whole way. Yeah, absolutely. These defenses stood tall. That wouldn't shock me in the least. Well, especially if you're looking at the AFC Championship and what the Ravens defense mm-hmm. was able to do to the Chiefs. It's it's hard because you, really the Ravens offense didn't show up, and I don't think anyone expects that to happen with this 49ers team, but the Ravens defense really did contain the Chiefs. So I think I'm starting to talk myself into the Niners more and more, which could be problematic. I hear it. <laughs> I can hear it. Like it's happening. It was a week of on KC. This is what we talked yeah. about last week, that it's too much time. Like you talk, it you is. spend so much time talking yeah. about it and then you completely see the other side. Flip. If you hear some flip. people are, are going on, on this way and this is why. <laughs> and yeah, you, you understand why. Well, you know what? A lot of, it's, it can be flipping, but sometimes it's getting a different pick, get a different number too. Like a, yeah. lot, of the, a lot of the pros with props, they they bet the overs right away. And on Saturday, Sunday, they're going to bet the unders because there's going to be a pretty large gap. And maybe they can get in get the middle and uh, hit both sides of it. That, that's certainly going to happen. But yeah, yeah. when you talk about something for two weeks, <laughs> it gets boring and repeating the same thing again and again. Just a little bit of over analysis, probably, right? Like we're all gonna take every like every single bet I said last week I I, I was going to make or did actually make. I'm looking back at now go, hmm. You just you you it, it's the nature of being not just a fan, but doing what we do is second guessing yourself, right? Or trying to find the contrary angle to whatever you just laid out, right? It's mm-hmm. it's like good old fashioned high school debate team, Aaron. 
But the line movement, too, opening up at three, two and a half. The two and a halfs were gone on the Chiefs' side. The money line, it was about even money for the Chiefs. Now it's like plus 110. So that also plays into my overthinking, like, am I wrong? (laughs) What am I missing? Do I need to rethink everything here? It's not helping. But it is still such, no matter what number, one, two, two and a half, it is such a short spread. Yeah. Most of the time, over 90% of the time, the team that wins this game is going to cover the spread, too. It's going to be both, especially with such a short spread. It's not like we're talking about a touchdown or anything like that. So, yeah, it's, you know, no, we'll talk about the movement or lack thereof lately. Uh It's interesting about which props are moving. But as far as side total, once this number got established for a couple of days, it's been pretty nothing yet. You know, yeah. it's not going to be like this all week. It can't, right? I mean, no, that, again, no we'll, we'll get into we'll get into movement and what we expect yeah. or what we shouldn't expect in a, about ten minutes or so. But it is. It's going to be. That's what's going to be most fascinating to me over the next say seventy two hours, and and especially as we push towards the weekend, like your Friday and Saturday. Is there enough, you know, coming in to move anything in one direction or another? We'll talk props, sides, totals, all of that what's moved and as Joe intimated, what hasn't moved really over the weekend in about 10 minutes, Jason lock and four, as I mentioned at the top of the hour, Odyssey NFL insider, we're seeing updates to mock drafts. We're seeing guys interviewing guys, getting hired Connor Allen, a four for four and bet spurts. Well, we haven't talked to him since all of this was set. So we'll get his, uh, his thoughts on where he's going. Super Bowl 58-wise, coming up at the top of the third and final hour. And I mentioned uh, AFC East NFL year in review, novelty props, uh, and there was a big college basketball weekend, those top 10 games that we had talked about uh, Friday. Each one of them was interesting in its own way, whether it was close or not. And NBA news throughout the weekend as well. LeBron, Embiid, Doc and the Bucks do what looks like it may be a thing now for doc and the bucks last night against the jazz all of that on the way but coming up next the line movements that may or may not be happening and oh go to social media there seems to be some instagram footsie being played between a quarterback and an oc hmm i see you caleb that's next on beck ul